Hello and welcome to Too Fast, Too Forever. There's all kinds of family. We chose this one. This is episode 284, Hobbs and Shaw, lap 12. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Two. And this episode's brought to you by the EPC, the premier and dedicated energy source of <laughs> America Samoa. Their Fiaga, F-I-A-G-A power plant is a diesel power plant that powers almost 65% of the national power of Samoa. Shout out to the EPC. Well, shout out to the EPC and welcome to Too Fast Too Forever. We are nearing the end of the lap and we are making minor history tonight because with us again, as always, this entire lap has been Jessica Collins, a.k.a. Montez. Hello, Montez. Hello, hello. And this is the history I'm, I'm talking about here is that this is the first Fast and Furious movie that was new to you before you watch it this time. Is that correct? Uh, the one that w- this the last one was my first one. Oh, eight in this one. So you've seen nine? I've well, I've seen this one. I've seen parts of this one. I haven't seen nine. Yeah, I, really I am saw parts so of this lost. One. Yeah, I, I thought you said you'd seen like none of this, like or like a couple scenes of this or something. I seen a couple. Yes, I I haven't seen it in its, in its entirety, but I had seen enough to piece it all together. Okay, 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 okay. Well, before we get there, we need to hit hit us with that the thing that everyone loves oh, from coast to coast God damn it. around the world <laughs> all the way from london england Did you forget? to nice. american samoa what is the montez minute flavor of the week go for it please all nine no not nine movies all eight movies so far okay ready yes one brian meets dom and tries to take him down but realizes he wants to be a part of dom's gang so it's mm-hmm. just, you know, the brotherhood. The bromance begins. Sure. Okay. Two, Brian recruits his own team with Roman to take down Carter Verone. Wait, why does it sound like you're reading? It sounds like you were psyched out. Now it sounds like you're reading. I can't get a read on anything going tonight. I had to find my notes. Okay. Okay. I have notes. Okay. 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 And then four, somehow nice. Brian makes nice. it into the FBI and he tries to make amends with Dom and Mia. Letty's dead. Okay. Okay. Five. My notes start getting a little spotty after this because this is where I always start to fall off. Uh, Reyes is the villain, and this is the Brazilian Italian job. Okay. Six, Dom and Elena have bonded over their grief, but Letty is alive, so in the end, Elena lets him go. Three, Tokyo. That's all we need to know. Drifting montage. No, that's not all we need to know, but all right, that's that's acceptable, whatever. (laughs) Uh, seven, Letty gets her memory back, Dom almost dies, Brian and Mia quit the family, eight, Dom saves the baby. Yep. The end. I mean... We got there. (laughs) Does Dom save the baby or does Shaw save the baby? That's the real question of the hour. I mean, Shaw actually, technically, Shaw saved the baby. Does the physical saving, but I think the whole movie's about Dom saving the baby, right? Yeah, yeah. Or Dom trying to save the baby. Well, I I want to say... I, I, I feel like I was a, I made a controversial statement last movie that Fate of the Furious, in spite of what people think of it, is the most Dom movie. I think a less controversial statement here is that this is, far and away, the least Dom movie in the I, franchise. I don't know, man. <laughs> Wait, I don't you, know. You, you disagree? I disagree. There's a lot of Dom moments in this movie. I think I'm of the mind that they're like, 
what can we do? Because, okay, so in terms of character building, they have both Hobbs and Shaw sort of as foils to Dom. So by their very nature, they are not Dom. They are supposed to, you know, compliment him maybe in some way, but also antagonize him, whatever. So they're already different enough from him. And I think here they're just like, nah, we're going to do nothing like Dominic Toretto for almost all this movie. No, because I think that the real uh, conflict in the movies is that Hobbs and Dom are the same guy. Like they're just two sides of the same coin. And in this one, you get you get to see Hobbs be a family man with his daughter. You get to see a little bit of his softer side. You get to see him kind of build a team, bring someone in. You get to see, and in the same sense, Shaw, you get to see his sister and his mom and his loyalty to his family too. I think you're actually just seeing two sides, like two different types of doms. It's the same thing. Montez, we need you to tie break. Do you think this movie is very dom or not very dom? And are Hobbs and Dom the same? (laughs) I mean, Hobbs and Dom are the same in the sense that it they're starting to get a little ridiculous with um, the way that their character is uh, advancing here. I don't know that I would say they're not the same. I mean, they have similar qualities. Which are so, what? Gigantic man, bald, <laughs> family. Fa- I was going to say family. They're well, dudes. Hobbs explicitly... <laughs> Does not have family. That's the whole point of this movie. Yes. Yes. No, but 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 does he really not have family? Because uh, like he's, he he says this outwardly. Okay, and this is this you're walking me right into my most and least dom moment. Okay, and that is when Mama Shaw reminds. Mama Shaw? Yeah. Mama Shaw. Okay. When Mama Shaw reminds Dex. That no matter what, his sister is his sister. Wait, and he, okay. And he needs to rekindle his family. And you know why it's the most and least Dom moment? Because I can definitely see Dom's character doing that. But in reality, Dom exiled fucking Jacob out of the family for True. years and pretended like he didn't know who this was. So it is simultaneously the most and least Dom moment of this movie to me. I think that's a good choice. I also thought you were going to say, you know how I know Hobbs and Dom are the same? Here's this moment that Hobbs does that's the most Dom moment. And then in, you go with the, wrong, the other family and a different character altogether. So, like, I thought you were going to defend your crazy statement, and instead you just, like, turned the corner. Well, no, that think, was that was that was me walking into it, because, and then you have Well, I think, Hobbs no, hold on, wait, like, hold on, hold on. You, you, hold on. You can't just name all your most <laughs> Dom moments here. No, this isn't another Dom moment. This is just explaining what you were just saying. Is is then you get the flip side of Hobbs being like, I have no family. We have no family. We have no family. And then shows up. There's a giant-ass family. They welcome him and fight together at the end. And, like, they're all happy Well, no, he end. knows he has a family. He I know, but, like... He to not talk to them. But it, when it comes down to... Like, the, you were just talking... Montez was just describing uh, fate, right? Where, like... Dom flips on the family. He's not no, talking no, to no, the family no. and flips Montez, on them then. Montez's description of fate was Dom saves the baby. Oh, sorry. The yeah, sorry. Said about sorry. That. Yeah, <laughs> that. Well, like, Dom flips on the family and, like, doesn't talk to them because he he's saving the baby. And that's, like, the same thing of, like, oh, I'm not talking to my family. Uh, like, and now I need them and they welcome me back and we're buds again. 
I think this is, again, just, like, they're, like, weird uh, inverse mirror images of each other. You know what I mean? They're, like, they're all kind well, yeah, of that's, similar. Well, yeah, that's how the characters are drawn. I'm yes. saying that they are not at all similar. I think that they – he. If, if Hobbes was Dom, this movie wouldn't exist. If Hobbes were Dom, they would never have to go to Samoa. They would already be, like, in Samoa, or they were, the Samoan family would be with Hobbes. I feel like the separation of church and that's and state what I there. said, that, that Dom exiled Jacob for fucking 20 years. We didn't know what Jacob was and who he was. So, like, is Dom really the ultimate family man? Because he kicked his own brother out of his family. Yeah, I guess that's revisionist history of Dom, not on your part, on the movie's part. Yes. Because I was going to say the the most Dom moment, the only Dom moment that I wrote down in the movie is when they show up to Samoa and Mama Hobbs says... I like this too. This was my second one. Go ahead. Get in here. No questions. Don't worry about it. Yep. The past is the past. You're here yep. now. That's all that matters. I'm like, yep. yeah, that's family. That's She was my second choice for most Dom moment. I will say, though, I think the only... Unless Montez has another idea, I think the only Dom characters really are the moms, which I think yeah. Dom as Pac mom, Den mom. But Montez, what is your no? Most I Dom had the moment? I had the same thing. I had the which same one? thing. Um, Hobbs's mom. Yeah, Mama, 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 Mama Hobbs. Hobbs. Mama Hobbs. Yeah. I have I have a little bit of a twist for you guys. Ooh, I have the most Vin moment of this movie. Okay, well, it's this is this is I think by far the nerdiest movie. Which seems wild because it's basically like a '90s movie with two like muscly dudes. But I feel like all the like nerd references are very Vin. But what you, or is it Vin or is it Mark Sinclair or is it a little bit of both? It's Vin. Okay, what's the most Vin moment? Everybody beating the shit out of the Rock. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you were you so. Th- I I let you go too because I you you were thinking it was going to be something kind of profound. And it was not. It was just everybody just fighting the rock all the time. So like Idris, uh, even Hattie. I think that in in Vin's mind, this is probably one of the best Fast and the Furious movies because the rock's just getting the shit kicked out of him the whole time. Fair, fair enough. Fair, fair enough. <laughs> Montez, <laughs> what what do you think of Hobbs and Shaw? Uh, you know, um, the fact that Idris Elba's. It freaking cyborg. I, yeah. I just, I, I can't. You I don't can't. know. I don't you know don't how. Like I don't know how this fits in. We're tra- they're trans. They're human transformers now. Like I just, it see. I don't know. He's like, an enhanced what, human. What kind of universe is this? Like he's the first enhanced human we've seen, but they all, according to um, Hobbs they continuously save the world like that's his job is to save the world like you're not a superhero dude i had a really hard time with this one wait can you i know you probably just said it but can you re-clarify how much of this movie you had seen before uh i would say that i saw maybe like 40 percent before okay did you was the part that you've seen like did you know that idris elba was like a superhero before or no okay you did okay I think this time watching this, mm-hmm. this has become my least favorite Fast and Furious movie. Wow. Okay. Tanked. The bottom I mean, of the it's, list. It's, it's, it's been slipping every single time. But yes, it's okay. at the bottom now, I think. Because every lap that we get through this, and I think I say this the last couple laps, like every time that we have another lap go by where there's no spinoffs, this means less to me. Like, I would be That's okay. Fair. Like, I don't need a Hobbs and Shaw 2, but if there's like four or five standalone stories 
that like have similar kind of things where it's like, oh, there's like superhumans over here and there's like this crazy shit over here and there's like these people doing this over here. Like if we like fill out the world with different stories, I don't need to keep going back, but I want to know that there's more going on. The fact that the other 10 movies going to be very soon are all taking place in the sort of, you know, globe spanning but sort of tightly contained circle of people. And then there's just this. It's like, what does this do? Joey, let me, you led, you walked again right into my trap, bud. Because (laughs) as I was watching this movie, all I could think of was the scene from the Fast X trailer of the Letty Charlize brain swap, face-off moment. Every time I'm like looking at Etion, I'm like, can this lab that we see them in in the trailer exist in Etion? Is it the same thing? And there's a shot where they like decommission Idris near the end, okay? Mm-hmm. And it looks so much like the same like woman in lab coat sitting in a computer and like a big screen behind them to where I was like, that very much well could be Etion. And so this you is the- think what you think after all of this, where Vin and The Rock hate each other openly, basically, they're going to be like, hey, you know this big moment? We're going to loop back in Hobbs and Shaw, the one movie that Vin was not in. I think possibly. Not the one movie, but you know what I mean? Like the one recent movie that Vin was not in. I think I think that there was like an overarching like big bad evil corp umbrella corporation situation happening that you know even if Vin didn't really like work on Hobbs and Shaw that they had to kind of clear the creative stuff with him for it to not like blow up Fast and Furious right and we've seen now that we're like watching through the Vin lap that he pretty much just steals all the good ideas from his other movies and is like okay like or like this was cool in Fast and the Furious, like, let's do this in Triple X. Or, like, this Vin was... is like a producer, but he doesn't own anything. I don't think they need to run anything by him on things he's not involved with. I don't but think. But he's involved in the creative process, right? Not he, like, this one. I don't think he's at all touched this. Understandable. I don't think that he, like, actively... But, like, I think at the end, it has to be, like, you can't do some... Like, they, they have to sit down and talk about the script to the point where it's, no, like, I don't this think can't so. ruin the main franchise. I don't think so. I mean, I don't think they ruin the main franchise. think it's completely disconnected? I think so. I well from I him. Know. I think that we when when this came out, we talked about the sort of the bisection of where things went. That like Chris Morgan went here, the other people went there. Justin Lindsay with the main one, obviously no longer there. But like I think that there is a real split here, and I think that the, if the idea was to make one of these a year, there was no way that like Vin was going to be involved with all of them. I think they're just like hey. No. Universal's not going to, like, as a, as a studio, is not going to let you, like, tank the main franchise with, like, one of these. But, like, I don't think Vin had any say. I mean, maybe unofficially, but I don't think I think had, unofficially. I don't like, think they, they had, had a, things like, by him. No, I think that they, like, not, like, every step of the way, but, like, near the end of the script, they have to be, like, because we heard from Leteria that, like, we heard before this that Vin was, like, oh, he comes up with, like, the set pieces and pretty much tells people, like, this is what I'm seeing in my head. Make it happen, right? Yeah, for his movie, though, not for just, like, the movies in the franchise. What do you mean by his movie? The ones he's like, in. Like, I think the ones that he's a producer on. Because he's a producer on F9, he's a producer on Fate, he's a producer on 7 and 6 and 5 and Los Bondoleros and 4. But he was not before that. I think I think he started taking ownership when, like, it became a thing. But I don't... 
I don't know. Montez, you have a, you have a guess? Because, I mean, this is, I think the other thing is, like, because there's only one of these, we don't know. Like, it, he might have been very involved that we just didn't know. But I think if, if he was involved, we would have known. I also think that this coming out around the time when, like, there was, like, that open feud, I think that we would have known that, too. I don't think, I don't think he's really that involved. This also doesn't feel like any of the other Fast and Furious movies, so I, I feel like he is not involved in the sense that it just has a completely different feel. This this is like this is like if there were two writers on a book series and one of them decided to write a novella and try and introduce it into the canon. Yeah, see, I'm not thinking that he's like an integral part of the creative process, but I do think that like when they like are like, okay, the script is like nearly finished, Vin took take a look takes a look at it and is like either like I can use parts of this in the main franchise to like loop it back in or like please don't do the world's longest runway for example because like we were going to do that in 10 like they have to kind of co-talk right like I don't know I mean I yeah I don't get what I'm saying it's not like maybe he's in one meeting at one point but that's what I'm saying but yeah, but I don't think he's like. I don't think they're like. Hey, can we can we do this, Mister Diesel? Like, no, I think, that's what I'm. I'm I don't I, think, I think so either. I think if he was involved, we wouldn't have had quotes last summer or whatever. Where hot, where The Rock was like, "Yeah, I want to do one more. And really end this story." It's just like, well, I don't think that Vin would want to end. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, but I don't think The Rock is involved in this level of planning. Is what I'm saying. Like, The Rock comes in like when the script is done, and like he can be like, "Oh, I think my character would say something else," and like make little changes. But like. In the, like, grand scheming, like, script building part of this, I think that Vin was involved at some point. Maybe not, like, a major role, but enough to be like, hey, we were thinking about doing this in 10, what do you think about this type situations that, like, we could maybe build off that, oh, that's a cool story, I like that, go for it, like, we were think like, we were definitely not going to do that, interesting, cool, like... Because there's ultimate like and and Vin wants the rock back, so he does want to know like what the character's doing in case we've we've established that he's like, come on, make amends, like come back to the main franchise. So he would, I mean, as much as they don't really care what happened in previous movies, he would kind of want it to continue and flow, right? I honestly don't know. I think that's a I think that's a real question. I think that he would. I think part of him wants yes it to flow. I think part of him wants. I want this movie that they had that they basically chose to not include my character. I want this to flop. Like I don't think he's going to ever ever openly say that, but I think that he would be like, "They don't want me. I hope this. I hope this doesn't succeed. I hope this fails." Do you think fails. Vin made any royalties off of Hobbs and Shaw? I don't think so. He has no don't. ownership. I don't. He's not a producer. He's not putting money in. Like you don't think he has like some backside deal with Universal that he gets like a tiny cut of all Fast and Furious stuffs. I mean, I don't know why they would do that. That's a good point. Like, business-wise, they'd just be like, yeah. fuck you, we just pay you, and, like, we make all right. the money, duh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Montez, who gets the fuck in this movie? Pretty obvious. Pretty in-your-face about it. I don't even remember. Oh. It's Hobbs and Shaw. They both get it. Fuck. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that. Sorry, yeah, that was fucking way, yeah. Oh, yes, now that you say that, yes. Now I remember. Where they, they're like, I'm not going to work with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, we also got at least one person to write in. I think it was Nick Burris who wrote in about uh, in Too Fast, Roman apparently mumbles it under his breath when he's at the uh, Demolition Derby and he sees Brian. So, like, we uh, didn't know who got it in that one, but, you know. Yes. There's that that. kind of makes sense. So, Montez, your love column, your hate column, your other thoughts column, your most Dom moment column. We've already covered the one. 
hit us with your ideas. What what you got going on for Hobbs and Ampersand Shaw? You're not going to believe this. I didn't take any notes. No. What? I didn't take any notes. I was going to wing it this time. Oh, man. Okay, Montez? so what did you love about this movie? <laughs> How big is the note-taking in your brain? How big is the handwriting in your head? Well, you've seen how large that I read my my books at sometimes, so it's 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 pretty large. Okay. I really love Jason Statham and Helen Mirren in this movie. Like, if I could just have a movie about the Shaw family, which this kind of is, but like, forget Hobbs. Like, I don't want Hobbs at all. Like, okay. if it's just them. That's that's a movie I want to watch. Now, would that movie be also two hours and 17 minutes, or would it be like an hour and five minutes, but just them? It'd probably be like an hour and a half, maybe hour okay. hour 20. You know, I don't feel like it needs to be... This movie did not need to be two hours long. <laughs> I mean, it was fine. I I didn't love it. I definitely hated the, the cyborg portion of it, just because my brain can't... Why? Having... I don't know, my, like, my brain just can't function on the fact that, you know, we haven't seen that yet. Like, not in your face about it. Like, I mean, Idris Elba's back was completely open. My brain is just not, for some reason, just not, like, categorizing the fact that, I don't know, this just doesn't feel like it's a, it's not like a movie, you know? Like, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I think it's firmly a movie. <laughs> No, but, like, there's not... It really doesn't feel like it's part of the... Fr- I mean, like, it really doesn't feel like it's part of the franchise. It, I feel that like this fair. is just... It's just a... It's like a, hey, here's what Hobbs and Shaw were doing in the interim while we're waiting on the next movie to come out. Because I think what's weird about this movie is that it feels... And this is this came out pre-pandemic, but it feels like it wasn't, like, finished. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have an ending. It, like, there's a scene and they just zoom out and that's the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. There are so many scenes where a character just kind of awkwardly, like, looks around. It's like, why is that here? Like, it's that the character or the actor, but probably the character doesn't know if they should be there or not. Like, there's just, like, all these things where, like, the editing is just so weird. Like, it seems, like, intentional, but it just feels like I don't know why this is happening and i don't know like i think that there's a story here and i think it could probably be honed down and i think that there's like a fun sort of standalone thing like my only my, my real only issue is that there's not more of this if there's just the one i think that's sort of frustrating but like i think that the the actual work product here is like kind of messy and incomplete in a way that like you get glossed over by the shine and the veneer of this and like the charm of the two lead actors and Vanessa Kirby's all around wonder. But Mm -hmm. like, I think it's just like, Oh, this doesn't feel like this almost feels like a nineties movie in like a, Hey, like let's just make things explode and people are going to go like it. You know what this felt like to me? This felt like this is the rocks movie. Kevin Hart's there. Um, It's a, a lot of jokes between him and, you know, cause the rock is is good at at his dry humor it felt like this was his movie and this is you know he's got his friends in there you know ryan reynolds is there it just felt like a movie where they were trying to bring up the franchise to be like less serious i think that you're right but i think that it really was the rock trying to find a franchise footing and they gave him more leeway here 
and tried to expand so that you could have essentially two Fast and the Franchise or Fast and the Furious franchises where Dom is the head of one and Hobbs is the head of the other and then starts yep. building his team of like Statham and you're right, Ryan Reynolds, Kevin Hart, and then you have like the comedic version and you have like the quote unquote serious version with with Vin in the other side. I yep. think that like there was there was a time where we were kind of building toward like two families clashing, right? And like I think I think yes. that's what this could have been. And then pandemic, this movie kind of flopping, the Vin fight. And rock, yeah, fighting. Like it just that didn't go anywhere. And I think that like I don't know if that like would have been super satisfying. I guess it depends on like how Cypher would have been involved, what Etion would have been so on and so forth but like it could have been like it could have been something really cool that might have been the intentionality of it and this is why i think that vin might have been involved in the creative process because like that could have been how it started out and then you know like all the other stuff that you just mentioned happened and like now we have a one-off hobbs and Shaw movie mm-hmm. uh montez freewheel us with some more thoughts i did enjoy the action scenes so okay. i did enjoy that part of it so as an action which ones? Which one? Which ones? What were all your favorite? Of, all of them? I didn't all necessarily. Of the I didn't necessarily have a favorite. I mean, I did think it was cool when um, Idris goes underneath the. What was it? It was it an eighteen wheeler. Mm-hmm. With his crazy motorcycle that like can sort of transmorph. Transform. Yeah, I was I was like really paying attention to that part this time too because I was like, what is the structural integrity of yeah. a motorcycle that can like half unbend and then like reassemble and also still be drivable? It's like, I wonder what that is like. Hmm, that's just like an interesting concept to have. Yeah, I mean they're they're literally making people superhuman. I think that they also probably have the technology to make cars supercars. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like just like the geometry of like something being able to fold in right. half one way and then not like and then pass road tests for crashes and stuff when it reassembles. I was like, that's very interesting. And like, what are the hinges and stuff like in this motorcycle for it to just be able to fold and unfold like that? Bizarre stuff. Yeah. I kind of disliked um, Hattie having the virus in her palm. I thought that was kind of silly. But you get all those great shots of her just, like, putting her palm up, like, in her face out of focus, and you just see the palm, but you yes. know she's behind it. Yeah, listen, I just want to see her face. Yeah. Don't, just stop blurring her face out. That's I, fair. I love Vanessa Kirby. She, I, whatever. Just put her on the screen. That's what she's That's what I want to look at. For sure. Did you like her as a character? I thought her character was okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't dis I didn't dislike her character. I wish that we could have learned more about her. But again, this is me wanting a complete Shaw family you, movie franchise. I have a question for you, Montez. Would you want to see Hattie in ten with limited screen time? Or would you prefer that she's left out of ten but given a predominant role? in like the Letty spinoff. I feel like I would like to see her intent, but again, this is a, this is assuming that it's all going to come back together at some point cuz I mean, af- so after this movie, what if it doesn't and it's just like but we get Hattie. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. I think what like the the crazy thing about that, and I don't know if we talked about this before or not, but like they would have to assume that people didn't see this movie. Like I think that yeah. watching 
This is the Cars 2 of the franchise. No, like this is like a standalone director. No, it's Disney like Plus, Mater, Mater Goes short. to Tokyo. Yeah. That's what yeah. it is, yeah. Mater in Tokyo or whatever the fuck that short yep. was that we watched. Yeah, yep. it's more like that, not even an actual installment, right? Yeah. Even though, we talked about this before, for sure, every time they put out a movie, like the ninth movie in the series, the tenth movie in the series, whatever, like, you have to assume it's somebody's first movie. I think for the most part, they can kind of assume that if you're seeing Fast X, you're at least familiar with the core characters. If all of a sudden Vanessa Kirby shows up and just like, hey guys, like, they're, they're, they have to do almost as much introduction of her as they would for, like, Brie Larson, whoever Brie Larson actually is, because just like, oh, well, we don't know actually if people saw Hobbs and Shaw and, like, Shaw's not really been around. He wasn't in the last movie. And, like, who is she? And, like, how does she fit in? Like, what's her role? And, like, it would be weird. Like, it would almost be be more trouble than it's worth because, like, they just haven't done a good job incorporating it. It's like, I want her more than anybody else in these movies because I think she's great and I think the character. But, like, it it almost feels like it's easier not to, which is a bummer. Yeah, you you make a very good point. And I think that you're probably right that, like, you'd have to kind of come in and and reestablish Hattie and, like, if we have Momoa and Brie Larson and and I forget the other one's name. I always forget her name. Daniela Melchior, do you mean? Yeah, Daniela Melchior. If we have, like, a bunch of new characters, like, throwing Hattie back in here when she wasn't in the last one and, like, was in this one-off one would be like, uh... And you can't have her and then not... Well, we get Statham. Yeah, but he were, he already existed. You know, like, he was already yes, in, like, he, he like, was existed. the main villain in Seven, and he was also played part of, he, he came into the team in Six, eight. yeah. yeah. Well, no, he was only in the credits in Six, he wasn't really in I know, six. but I mean, like, the, you know, he, he, like, has a history, he's established. Right, yeah, so, like, that's why they're able to carry him over, and, like, and Mama Shaw has been in there, like, Helen Mirren, yes, Dean Helen yes, Mirren, yes. Queenie's been in there. She's definitely also, gonna come back, yeah, she's in there. character names, what? I could not, I would have guaranteed you the wrong name that... Isaac Gonzalez's character in here, like, I know she's Madam M. I thought her name was a different name, and I've seen this movie now at least 11 times. What? Uh, do you know her name? Do you know her real name? It's going to be, like, something really dumb. Okay, no, what? Montez, do you know Isaac Gonzalez's Madam character M. name in this movie? Only because I'm looking at the uh, list of oh. names. So I'm Stadium not going to twice. I thought it was, like, Magdalena or something. It's Margarita. Margarita. Oh, fuck, that's right. It's really so, stupid. So, like, she's credited on Letterboxd as Madam M. I'm not sure. Is she on IMDb as Magdalena or Madam M? I, hope, I, I wish that her real name is, like, uh, Margarita Terramana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, on IMDb, she's Madam M, too. But Margarita, I was just like, huh. Yeah, Margarita Aviation Gin Terramana. Yeah. Well, on Wikipedia, is, it says Margarita and then slash Madam M. That's a weird name. That's like a that that feels like a cop out choice, but also kind of leans into like the cheesy fucking action movie that they made. Uh, yeah, I think it's fine. I like her character a lot. I think she is very cool and kick ass and beautiful, and just I like seeing her in movies. I like that she kind of has this small part. Like she's got her own kind of world. Like this almost feels like Joe. I don't know if you've seen any of these movies. I think Montez, you what? have. Like the John Wick world. It feels like she's just like a high-profile assassin that, like, would be at the Continental, like, the hotel mm-hmm. where he hangs out. And, mm. like, she's got this entirely defined backstory that we don't need to know. Like, we could explore in a Madam M spinoff movie, whatever. Margarita on the Rocks. But, like, <laughs> we don't need to explore it in a way that, like, this movie's like, hey, don't you want to know about, like, their backstories? It's like, well, not really. I kind of wanted to see them, like, drive cars. Yeah. What? No, I want to know about Madam M's backstory. 
I'd rather have like a good action. Well, I don't know. I want both sides of it. I, I, I want, I want, I'm, I'm asking too much of these movies, maybe. Yeah. Just let, just let it be fun, man. This was a, this is a fun movie. Just let it so be So you fun. still love this movie? I find it enjoyable. I mean, like, I don't think it holds up and like, you know, we definitely killed ourselves watching it 50 times the same way that we did with, um, Fast 9, the Fast Saga, the saga continues. Um, there's like lots of really really fun elements to it and the addition like making it more comedic and not have the comedy have to come from just Roman I think works well so like I respect that a lot like you could add Kevin Hart and um Ryan Reynolds to the main franchise for like the comic relief to me and I would find it greatly enjoyable cuz like what did we get like we like laughed like I think like Earl and Twinkie and Sean kind of played comedic relief. Well, plus like the main the main movies also have Roman, right? Like Roman. That's what I'm saying. Kills Roman that is the, Yeah. He he's but like if you swapped out Roman with Kevin Hart, and I like Roman, I, I think that it would work okay too. Like so. Yeah, All right. Here, here's what? my thought. What if this movie was not part of the the Fast and Furious franchise at all? Mm-hmm. I think I would I probably like it more. Yep. Oh, okay. Because, because it's not trying to tie it into a universe that already exists. But would like The Rock and Jason Statham be like Hobbs and Shaw, or would they be like just no, they could random just be action like, dudes? They could just yeah. be. It could be the same exact movie with just not their names. A connection, yeah. 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 Okay. I don't think you're the first person to say that, Montez. I think I think no, that's I don't sort think of a, a fairly common sentiment because I think it's like as a movie, fun. You know, maybe forgettable, fun. As a Fast and Furious movie, like you said, doesn't really feel like one. And like I said, the fact that they're not interconnecting or trying to is disappointing. Yep. This isn't like any worse off than like uh, Central Intelligence or whatever, right? And that's just The Rock and Kevin Hart. I think it's probably a better movie. I haven't seen it since theaters, though. But I think that was a. I think well, maybe not. I don't know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not. It's know, not better I don't know if we've off. said this on on air enough like i'm hesitant to do a lap of the rock movies because i think he's great at this kind of thing where it's like but he makes a movie that's fun and then you leave the theater you're like all right now what do we do but i also and i also think that like he's on a run there where we would have like the same kind of vin situation where you'd be like oh so this is just that version of i think the actor themes are they're tough i think the the theme like the the broader whatever like we've done in the past like car movies classic car movies or whatever no but we even hit like dude the michelle rodriguez one like she's kind of all over the place like she doesn't just play like just i mean like you know it's she plays a badass in a lot of them but it's not like letty over and over and over again right it's kind of letty all over and over and over again i guess but i, I think know. i think the, i think the letty one i think that lap that we did it didn't we that was during yeah, that was during the pandemic, and we were doing, like, two episodes a week, so we were, like, dil- we were cutting in way other movies, so it didn't feel as... Oh, maybe. Like, we were doing, like, that was the memory loss laps, we were doing, like, all sorts of crazy movies, like no, Nemo like and Spellbound and Seconds and Memento, yeah, like, all those things, right? And so, like, it didn't feel as, like, because Vin movies are now, very similar to Fast alternate. and Furious movies. Yes, yes. Okay. Michelle Rodriguez movies are pretty similar in large part, to Fast and Furious movies, except for the one but where she's a teacher. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. She's like a teacher in one, wasn't there? Like a like a like a romantic comedy one. I don't remember. I think that's the same one. But I mean, like even when Vin plays babysitter, 
is a Fast and Furious movie to a certain extent. It right? is, like it's, yes, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's still like Navy SEAL fighter guy, you know. And so, so you know, aside from the like crazy Patreon bonus episodes that we're doing, and also speaking of that, shout out to Cassie Wilson, Ben oh. Milliman, Nick Burris, Alex Ellen, and Justin oh. Kleinman, Brian Rodriguez of Ooh. High School Slumber Party, Wes Hampton, Jerry Robinson, Dan the Duke, Hayden, Renato Di Donato, Michael McGann, Lane Middleton, Lindsay Lewandowski, Nate Milton of the Kings of Sport, Jason Rainey, Tom Price, Mike Gallier, Josh Buckley of whole lot of wolves michael moser and someone with us tonight jessica collins aka montez thank you all for supporting the five dollar a month level or above like all these movies that these guys are picking that we're doing like those are that's that's what's breaking this up but imagine if we were only doing fast and furious vin diesel movie fast it it would be the same to a certain extent movie 20 times in a row be like we get it yeah because we've been through triple x riddick yes like they're they're definitely recurring themes throughout these for sure like you're just like you put it in a snow globe and you shake you roll the d20 you're like okay we're on mars now it's like okay yeah but he loves family mm-hmm. <laughs> there's oh. large religious themes in the background of this movie by the way what? mark hoffmeyer is working on a thing right now that he will be on the show to plug when it's done mm. but he has noticed in watching a bunch of vin diesel movies He's like, Vin really borrows from other stuff for the Fast and Furious. I'm like, we've been saying that all lap long. Like, he's taking, like, scenes and shots and, like, action things and just, like, borrowing Weaponry. and dropping it in. Yeah, like, weapon. Him hang- like, even- Mark even mentioned to me what you pointed out, like, him in Triple, or not, in, in Riddick. He hanging- loves. Hanging from, like, the chains or whatever. He loves having his wrists bound to a pipe above him. Like, yeah. there's something about that pose that Vin Diesel's like, I need to look like that in this movie. Mm-hmm. Every movie. He does it, like, so many times. Because we, we saw it, like, I didn't catch it till like, the third the third franchise that it was in. And I was like, oh, God, he's doing this again. Yep. Cool. I'm glad that Mark Koff caught it, too, because he has a good eye for stuff like that. So, thumbs up. I will say, while we're on the topic of me saying, like, all these movies are the same, I do, like, the, the, the glass half full of me not liking this one as much is that it makes me like Too Fast and 4 and 8, my other previously, like, lower ones, more. Like, I'm just like, I'd rather watch 2 than this. I'd much rather watch 4 than this. I'd rather watch 8 than this, right? Like, they're all movies that I'm like, they feel more, even though 2 is, like, really standalone, like, it's at least the characters that we know, and it leads to a thing, right? Yes, and it and it ties into the main story. It does, like, because you're right. This this has no ties to the main story as of now. Yeah, like we're speculating. I was speculating and hoping and wishing while I was watching it this time, keeping an eye out. But it's it's not like right. as of yeah. right now. I will also shout out uh, Mike's podcast third time to charm where he had kyle and brian on talk about quantumania and when i went on out now with aaron and a we were all sort of like being like this is not a good movie there's nothing here we're we're disappointed we're we're fearful for the future of the mcu and mike said with his bird's eye view he's like everybody trashed iron man 2 and then now you watch iron man 2 it's like oh that leads to the avengers like that leads to a thing that like in the moment you can't really notice you can't whatever but the same thing with this Ant-Man. This is what we said, like, Fate. Yeah, we've been saying this about Fate forever, right? Well, I'm just saying, like, yeah, well, the Fate, yes, but also, like, two. It's just, like, two, like, at the time, you're like, I don't know, like, what is, like, where's Vin Diesel? Like, where's everybody? Like, why is, why is it only this one character? And then later, you're like, oh, that gave us Roman, that gave us Tesh, that gave us Miami, gave mm-hmm. us all this, you know, whatever. And so I think seeing where they go, and that's the thing, I think, that's my, my ultimate point here, too, not to be the dead horse, but it's like... The farther we get from this, and they don't even mention this. They're not even like, oh, you know, Etienne. Like, oh, we can't do Etienne. Like, they didn't even do, like, the Brian thing. Or just like, oh, like, we can't bother Brian. It's like, oh, we can't ask Etienne. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. 
there are people, there are literal superhumans running around the world, and they're just like, well, that doesn't exist. I mean, they've they've never shied away from doing that, right, though? Montez, other thoughts in your brain about this movie? I got no other thoughts. It just feels like a lot of other movies that had come out, what feels like around the same time, so, you know, all of the the Ryan Reynolds movies that had come out during that time, the Ugh. Hitman's Body Arts Wife, Six Underground, um, like Red you know, Notice. You mentioned, yeah. Do you do you think the like the the cultural references, the many Game of Thrones jokes, the Harry Potter reference, the all these different things that sort of firmly place it in like 2019 to a certain extent? Do you think that that's funny? Did you groan at that? Do you think that holds up? Does that annoy you? Does that bother you, like in general or in this movie in particular? Did you not well, care? I, I felt like it was a. I felt like it was a bit much and trying a little too hard. Like it got to be a little too much because I think. I've listened to this podcast enough to hear you guys say um, in the past that a lot of these references aren't going to make any sense. Like, they're cultural references that were relevant during that time. Like, you watch an, an 80s movie or, you know, uh, Ready Player One, like, a lot of that stuff is continuously relevant, and people know what you're talking about, but mm-hmm. not every, not everyone watched Game of Thrones, right? Like, not everyone has seen Harry it Potter. It seemed really big at the time, but I think you're right. Like, there's, like, still a lot of people coming up that are like, oh, no, like, I haven't watched Game of Thrones. And it wasn't as ingrained in the culture as, like, people that haven't seen Star Wars still know, like, a bunch of Star Wars references, right? Well, yep. we, you know, get ready for 9, for F9 for that, right? What? You're Yoda. I'm Luke freaking Skywalker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot all the Star Wars. Right? Yeah, but I mean, like, like culturally, like, the, the SNLification of something. Well, I think that's, like, yeah, that's that's what's weird is that the Game of Thrones was, like, in the zeitgeist, but, like, I think they only probably averaged, like, 10 or 15 million people an episode, which is still, like, a ton. Like, I think that's, like, a, a wild number, but, like, you know, hundreds of millions of people have seen Avatar, right? Like, yes, Avatar yes, 2, that's what whatever. I'm saying. It's like, yes. there are things that, like, and, like, people aren't making Avatar references. Like, there's the things that, I don't know. Even, like, the fucking, the the alien fish sex movie that Guillermo del Toro did. What was that? Shape, shape of, water. of Water. Shape of Water. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, even that's, like, you say Shape Academy of Water, Award it's, Award like... winner for Best Picture. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, the, like the fucking fish having sex, like thing, and you're like, yeah, like, every, like even if you didn't see the movie, like you'd be like, oh yeah, I heard those right. some, yeah. some some fish fucks yeah. in that movie. Like Game of Thrones, like they can make references, but like I don't think that enough people that haven't seen it will get the reference type situation, if that makes sense. Yeah, like you know nothing, Jon Snow is. If you've seen the show, you're like, I get it, but it's also like, what, what? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Montez, are you more of a Hobbs or a Shaw? I hope I'm more of a Shaw. Okay. I think that's kind of overwhelmingly, like, 70% of the people who have responded to this are Shaws. Me and Joe have both said Shaw. Like, it's, it's tough to be Unless you're, like, a lame dad, then, yeah, you'd want to be. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. No, because, I mean, ultimately, I think Hobbs is just a lame dad. You're not wrong. He's too obsessed with his work, right? Yeah, he's like he's like a kind of shitty, lame dad. He's raising a child who has no other family. He's literally raising a villain. Yeah, pretty much, right? He just like leaves her with the neighbor, essentially. I, I'm still confused by this. We don't have a family. We don't have a family. We don't have a family. I called your aunt. She's coming over. 
you know, like we talked about this. It's probably like, oh, like, you Friend know, that's family, his yeah, like, like aunt, like neighbor aunt. Yeah. Neighbor aunt, uh, fr- good friend, something like that. But it still feels weird. Like you're like, she's like, oh, look, my family tree is dead. And he's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and, then, and then also it's like your aunt's coming over and you're like, okay. I do want to shout out, this is a movie that I know that Mark Hoffmeyer loves, and he sort of advocated, and I, I finally saw late last year, maybe early this year, I don't remember when I saw it, but it came out last year, so this movie called Marina, M-U-R-I-N-A, and it stars, or one of the stars is Cliff Curtis, who plays Jonah, and it's great. Um, there's this family of three, and like they're trying to sell this land to this guy, and he's kind of the middleman, like he's the friend, and whatever, and whatever, and it's... It's like such an opposite role from Jonah that I'm like, is that Jonah? Like, is that is that the same guy? I'm like, yeah, he's great. So shout out to Cliff Curtis. I never, saw, I don't think I've seen him in anything else of note. Yeah, before I've Hobbs never and Shaw. Seen yeah, and he's just like kind of this like handsome, suave like dude who like I don't know. There's it, it's hard to describe this movie without kind of giving things away. Not, not okay. that you can really spoil it, but like Marina's really good. It's a foreign language. I don't remember what language it's in, but I was kind of more interested in his character here, and he's just kind of like a little grumpy. He's just like. I don't want to talk to you. I really liked all the auxiliary characters in it. I think that makes this movie kind of enjoyable to me, too. Like, I had already said, like, I like Kevin Hart and stuff, but I like all the Samoans, too. All the Usos, yeah. Yeah, all the Usos are great. Like, I like Roman Reigns. We 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 both said we, or like, we all said we really liked Mama Hobbs, right? Like, she's yeah. a great character. Yeah. The moms are great characters. So, like, everything that's surrounding it, I think that, and because we're starting kind of anew, it's tighter, like, there is a lot of characters, which is very Fast and the Furious, sure, but it's still less characters than we get when we get to, like, 45 in the Fast and the Furious. There's like, Well, I think I think they're not mean characters. I think this movie does a good You're job right. of, like, of saying okay. these are characters who are filling out the world. You don't need to know their full story. Like Madam M, it's just like, hey. Yes, like, she's but then it, badass. All, all of a sudden, all of a sudden yeah. it's like, you know, Hobbs and Shaw, too. It's like, all right, it's Hobbs and Shaw and Hattie and Madam M. It's like... All right. And then like Hobbs and Shaw at three, it's like, and also Dinkley's there. It's like, well, okay. Like we're just like keep adding like, and then they need like 20 minutes in the movie that's just theirs, right? Like the <laughs> fact that like you have yes. like four or five minutes of these characters and they're the star of the scene and then they go away. They do a thing and they go away. Like that's how movies should work. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I kind of feel like that too. You're, so I think you can kind of some, yeah, that nails what I was. Like there are things about this that I love. I still think it's a perfect movie, 10 out of 10, but. Yes. I just think compared to the other ones, I'd much rather watch any other Fast and Furious movie. And I think that, like, there's definitely been a sentiment among listeners and people who've been on here that, like, they don't like this movie very much. They don't like Nine. Seemingly, the Nine backlash sort of surprises me. But, like, I think people maybe get antsy. And I think I what you mentioned before, what we talked about a lot, I hope that as these movies go on, we reflect back and be like, that's what they were doing. I like that now. I like that more now. Yeah, I got to um, – oh, man. I'm really t- – do you have, like, a – a thought on whether Etion is the place that they're face swapping in? Did you catch that this time? Were you paying attention to it? Did you think about it? Do you think about it I now? Both of you. What do you? How do you feel about that? Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? Like it makes a lot of sense, right? Like we said it when we saw the trailer. I'm trying to figure out if I'd be more surprised if it was Etion or wasn't Etion. That's what I'm wondering too. That's that's kind of what I'm getting to. Yeah. Like, when they're like, oh, they're in Etion, you'd be like, oh, man, yeah, of course it was. And if they're like, we're in, you know, Westion, you'd be like, what is this? <laughs> Did you say Westeros? No, man, they talk about Westeros in Etion. They talk about... <laughs> yeah, they talk about Southeros in Westeron. <laughs> Do you have any other thoughts about any of their notes about Hobbs and Shaw? 
no, I think I kind of got through all of my th- like again. I'm just gearing up for um ten, so like I'm over like now. I'm just in full like looking for kind of connections mode. I don't know if I I didn't gain any like more like for this movie, but um I don't like it any less on the rewatch. Like I think it's just like it kind of just stayed somewhere in the middle-ish, middle bottomish for me. So. I think this is an impossible question to ask, and I think that you sort of shrugged it off last time, but if we were playing the game Where's Dante, where is Jason Momoa's character in this movie that, again, we don't know where Vin is, like, we don't know where Dom is, we don't know where anybody is, but, like, where would Dante be? Would he be at all involved in the elements in the story of Hobbs and Shaw? I, I think that there's a possibility that Dante was, like, a security guard at Etion. Like, he went through, like, the training program. Like, he wasn't high up. But just to, like, you know, get his foot in the door of evil, he, like, joined Etion for a little bit and did, like, you know, like an internship there or something. <laughs> okay. Montez, where do you think Momoa is? I have I have zero thoughts. I, I've tried to forget about the trailer since I have no idea what's happening what's happening since i haven't seen fair Mm -hmm. since i haven't seen uh nine so i've kind of just tried to block it out i think partly because he played aquaman and partly because i've been playing so much hades and you're talking to all these gods and like poseidon's there i just think of him now even more so as aquaman i feel like he's just like swimming around samoa somewhere like he's just like in the waters around (laughs) in the water he just i can i can see him just getting out of the water in slow motion at all times yeah just like hair flip like spray of water and he's like he was just like surf like yeah no no he just like lives underwater but like he has to like walk out like 30 times a day I think he probably did that in Zack Snyder's Justice League, but, like, I want the Ramsey, you know, like, oh, I call dibs, but I want, like, three women talking about him in Fast X. Like, I want his backstory, which is, like, him slow motion walking out of water, right? Would be good. Yeah. Not even women, because he's a peacock, right? But just, like, three people, any gender, any sex, I don't care. Just people lusting after Aquaman swimming around Samoa. Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. I don't. Do you think that he would get that many looks in Samoa? I mean, like Jason Momoa is obviously a gorgeous dude, but like if you had The Rock and Statham and like Roman Reigns all there, like Momoa is like, I guess. I think he's a. I think he's a better looking dude than any of them. Montez, who do you who are you most attracted to of all those big muscly dudes? None of them, because I'm not into big muscly dudes. If you had to pick oh, one, Montez, man. play along. Oh God. Um, it would not be Jason Momoa. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think he looks kind of caveman-y, so that's what, like... I think people are into that. No, I get it. Uh, that's fine. I'm just saying, like, is he, like, top-tier dude? I don't know. I, I, like, I look at dudes, I'm like, he's probably pretty handsome. I mean, I think but, like, I think you're also, like, injecting... Which I haven't seen, but, like, you're injecting, like, his character probably in C, right? Which is, like, he's... No. Yeah. No. I, like, I think his face... He, like, has, like, a, a, like, a primitive face. No, I can see... I see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has, like, the caveman, like, accentuated, like, features. I do. uh, I know where he is in this world. He's on the TV that they're all watching in the first season of Game of Thrones. Oh. My God. (laughs) He absolutely is. Uh Uh-huh. This is so weird. Did we talk about that yet? No. (laughs) That they know that Momoa is a person. That's fucking wild. 
that they that that's that's enough of a reason to not cross this over. They're like, we can't introduce storylines where these characters have watched Game of Thrones, which features an actor we just cast in this movie. Yeah. Oh my god. I want to hear the Ryan Reynolds uh, Kevin Hart jokes though that would come out of like them trying to have to tiptoe around the fact that Jason Momoa was in Game of Thrones while they make Game of Thrones references cuz I think yeah. that would be a lot of fun. They'd be like, it was like that show on TV, the one with all the swords and stuff. And they'd be like, what was it? They'd be like, Highlander? They'd be like, nah, not that. You know, like something like whatever, right? It's like it's like um what was it that Oceans movie where it was all women and Julia Ocean's Roberts was, mm-hmm. was playing herself. Yes, yes, she was. She was dressing up as Julia Roberts. Well, that's no, that's, that's an Ocean's Twelve. One. That's an Ocean's Twelve. Oh, for the the second one. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're like, don't make her do it. And Bruce Willis is there, and he's just like Julia. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's game time. We have to play. This ain't no ten second race, aka boy, do we have a podcast oh, for you? Shit. Boy, do we have a podcast for you? Come and check out our show. Yeah, yeah. I forget this every time. Yeah, you and Joe act like you've never listened to the podcast before. I just don't have been on it for 200 episodes. I know. All right. This is where we go on Twitter.com. Mr. Tweet presents Twitter.com, a.k.a. the Bird app, if it's loading. It is loading tonight. And we find anybody tweeting about these movies, and hopefully we respond to them, and hopefully they, they respond, they like, they retweet, they listen to the show. Usually doesn't work. Probably won't work tonight. We're going to find out. I found Josh Frelinger at JFra who tweeted, when they went to space in F9, everyone asked, how can they finally top this? But the fact that much of the action in FX takes place around the Vatican gives us a hint. The climactic race will take us through hell, purgatory, and paradise, as described in Dante's Inferno. And I said, this seems like a slam dunk. Why name Momoa's character Dante if you're not going to do this? Boy, do we have a podcast for you. It got a like. From someone named Claire. Does not count. Swing and a miss. Okay. Joe, you found History is Cool at Known Good Geek, who has a three-tweet thread about being a fan of Fast and Furious franchise, even without two big family members absent. And then the one we responded to was, curious why they haven't proposed a 20 years later TV show with all their children doing similar things, but back in a single city underground street racing antics like the OG to start a new set of cast and found family element to continue the story for a new audience. And we said we would love for them to restart the franchise of baby Brian. Boy, do we have a podcast for you and Joe? No points. Yeah, that tracks Montez. You found Stefan or at office of Steve. The actors are getting so old in the franchise, the next movie will be them stuck in a grocery store parking lot. Montez, you said, as long as Brian keeps his minivan, we're in. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Montez, you are still not on... Oh, you had 12 points, but you're you're once again uh, not on the board for this one. I, I forgot you got points, but you... Uh, swing and miss. 0 for 3. It tracks. I found one. Uh, do either of you have one? Have you sent it to me yet? Or do you want me to read mine? You go first. Okay. So mine is from a crazy long thread, which I love because in the middle of the thread, there's a six-month time gap. So I found Puss in Booty Shorts at Sean D. Hay. <laughs> and the first tweet that they sent out was in August of 2019, right around when Hobbs and Shaw came out. 
They said, I was wrong, Hobbs and Shaw, not a superhero movie. It's a fucking G.I. Joe movie. I love this so much. Hasbro licensed these damn movies to make G.I. Joe or mask vehicles of all these ridiculous custom cars, give them Bond car weapons. That's canon since Fury 7. Anyways, there's a few more tweets. The tweet that I found, they said, technically, if they bring in Papa Hobbs and Mama Shaw and bring back Luke Evans, then it would be Hobbs and Hobbs and Hobbs and Shaw and Shaw and Shaw and Shaw or Shaw and Hobbs and Shaw and Hobbs and Shaw and Hobbs and Shaw, or just Hobbs and Shaws, okay? Then six months later, they respond. I don't know why it took me so long to realize that the precedent's already been set. It'd just be two Hobbses, two Shaws. <laughs> and then there's like another six tweets after that. Like, it's wonderful. Like, this whole thread is great. I'm going to say this all makes sense. We co-sign. The fact that you came back six months later, blah, 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 whatever. I'm just going to find something... It's a delightful thread. I encourage you to read it after I retweet it. But boy, do we have a podcast for Puss in Booty Shorts, which is also just a great display name. It's a great name. Okay. This is from Nope at SAC216. Hobbs and Shaw should get minimum five sequels. Oh, ho, ho. Mondez, what do you want to say to your... Ugh, I don't, I don't know. I don't have anything witty to say here. Do you want to help her? Okay. Um... As long as there's some broken iteration of Hobbs and Shaw, as in Hobbs 4, Shaw 5, something along <laughs> these lines, we approve. <laughs> like, something like that. Yeah, as, lo- as long as there's some, as long as they follow the standard Fast and Furious naming, uh... Naming conventions? Naming conventions, yeah. The Hobbs and Shaw. This is the fourth movie. Hobbs and Shaw is Fast and Furious, right? It would be like the Hobbs and the Shaw. Two Hobbs, Why is this? Shaw. No, 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 no. If this is the spinoff, this is Fast and Furious presents Hobbs and Shaw, and then it will be like Hobbs. No, but I'm just saying like in Hobbs, terms of like Shaw. paralleling this to the main franchise, the name and name is the fourth one. Oh. So we didn't do, we need a prequel where it's the Hobbs and the Shaw. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so maybe put that, where's the prequel? <laughs> The Hobbs the, and the, the Shaw. I like that. Good job. We got there, guys. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> Took us a while. Yeah. Okay. Joe, do you found one? Did you find one? Yes. My tweet is from Jody at NevermindJody. They say, so part of me is sad I didn't get into Fast and the Furious films back in the day because it would have been really fun to see them in theaters. But if I had, then I probably wouldn't be able to enjoy something as fucking ridiculous as Hobbs and Shaw. Uh like a bunch of laughing emojis and crying emojis. I would say, Jody, it is never too late to join the family. And we are glad you're on board. Boy, do we have a podcast for you. Cool. Real simple and sweet, but I, I, I like the, like, you know, I like people like lately, like later on discovering Fast and the Furious and being like, you know what? These aren't that bad. Yeah. I, I tweeted as us earlier this week. And I know you saw you liked Joe, but my only goal for this game now is to get any of us to get one more point before they unplug the wrong thing at Twitter or they <laughs> oh, yeah. pay the wrong bill or they <laughs> or fire the wrong everybody. guy live on Twitter or then rescind the firing of the guy that you slandered for having a disability that you claimed wasn't real on yep. Twitter. Yep. Any of these options that are very viable at this point. Truly. Yeah. Truly viable. All right, we have time for one more game. It's called Dude, What's My Car? 
Dude, what? My car. What? Your car, dude. Okay. So this one, we only have two left. This okay. is one of the two. Okay. This is from November of last year. We're almost caught up. Jerry sent this in. New car pick. Montez is going to be helping me give clues. Nice. What's Jerry up, says, Jerry? am I going to blow your mind with this one? Okay. The chassis of the car is from England. The engine from France. The manufacturer is a French company. Okay. It's a beautiful machine, Jerry says, that changes year by year. So now there's, this is wildly specific, and I don't know if this is going to be easy for you to get. I don't know if this is going to be hard for you to get. I'm guessing you're going to be able to get this one, though. Okay. Because. I I have a good guess. What's your guess? I think it's the, I'm going to say the Williams Team F1 car. It is an F1 car. I don't think Because that's it's... an English chassis, and a, but I don't think they use Renault engine. So it's somebody that uses the Renault engine. Yeah. Hmm. The Renault engine, but it's a different... So the engine is a 1.6 liter direct injection V6 turbocharged mm-hmm. engine limited to 15,000 RPM and a mid-mounted rear wheel drive layout 1.6 liter turbo mm-hmm. rear mid-mounted that reaches over 950 horsepower. Yeah, they're insane. There are two drivers for this car? Yeah, no, every yeah, every team has two drivers. Um who is oh. it that but okay, so here's a thing. Is this a Jerry's... is this a name you've known? Do you have no. you heard of this? Name I don't know. Before? I don't. I don't really know F1. Like I. No, I, no. I, but I mean, like, because some of them are like, okay, yeah. Let me think. Who uses the fucking Renault engines? Um, it's a. But are all the chassis made in England? No, because the Italian ones are made in Italy for sure. Um, not. Enough. I don't know what this means, but Jerry says this is my, this might give it away. But in the 2022 U.S. Grand Prix, one of the drivers. Did a version of the Toretto takeoff. Hmm. Oh. Well, the so the U.S. is the Texas one, and what did he? Hmm. I don't remember who did a Toretto takeoff in the twenty. So I think the Toretto takeoff, Montez. If you want to click that YouTube link at the bottom there, I think it's like you know how like when a race starts, Dom like basically is... wheelies his car, like gets in the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's that, but it was like mid race, like one of these cars, like the front wheel just like flew off the track, and like he was just kind of like. Is it no Alpha Tori uses? Honda. I don't know how to describe this car. Like I don't know. It's blue. Oh, is it, it then? Is it the Alpines? It is. Do you know the car? What Who, Esteban Alcon's car? Uh, that's what it's him mean? and Fernando Alonso. Yeah, well, Fernando Alonso doesn't drive for Alpine anymore. He just changed. well, he did in November. He did. He did in November. Um. Oh, that's actually a really fun story. Like, Fernando Alonso. Okay, go ahead. Continue. I, I forgot Giza, the Alpines uses the Renault. Is the sponsor? Yeah, that's like their main... So, Alpine used to be... So, all these teams have, like, wacky things. But, like, Alpine used to be Force India. And there was just, like, this Indian guy that owned it. But then he was, like, a big scammer. <laughs> and, like, a nut. And so they forced him to sell it. Or, no, Renault became Alpine. Sorry, sorry. Renault became Alpine. But that was like directly the Renault factory team. This is the Alpine A522. Joe? What? You've already got a like from Jody. You got a point. Nice. Take so there we go. Mr. We tweet. got one. There Take you that, go. Mr. Tweet. Yeah, we fixed it. Wait, so which team, Renault, did Renault become the 
factory? Like, did they, they become Alpine and then force India? I forget. There's, like... So, what happens is, like, uh, some of these teams get sold and stuff like that, but they, like, kind of keep the same team, but it's just kind of, like, a sponsorship transfer or, like, an ownership gotcha. transfer. So, there's, like, all kinds of goofiness. But in F1, there's only a couple um, manufacturers of engines. So... Uh, like, Ferrari makes engines, but they also supply the Haas team that's, like, the American team. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so you can be, like, a, both a supplier and a team and a constructor. I'm just proud, once again, the color of the car helped. It did! It did really help. I forgot that Alpine uses Renault engines, though. But that's cool. That's really, really. And I also cool. want to shout out Montez for doing giving so much help on that. On that, I don't. I don't even know. I just read the email. Like, there's nothing. That, it's hard. It's like it's an F1 car. It's like okay, they yeah, all yeah, yeah. To look the same, right? I exactly. am here for moral support. Thank um, you, Montez. You by the it. way, the we did it, Joey. Check out the new livery of the Alpines this year. They're like um, neon pink. Ooh, wait, hold on. Rachel really likes them. She's been she's been commenting like um. Oh yeah, that is cool. Yeah, all last weekend. Like they're very easy to see on the track too. They look like the baseball bats on Mother's Day, and then never again because people don't care about women other than the one day of a year. Oh God! Actually, Montez, Happy International Women's Day! Thank you so much. Yeah, did you see like more NHL teams were canceling their pride jerseys before for warmups? Sweet, very cool. Because yeah, because like you know, that's way too aggressive for everyone that you wear a jersey for 15 minutes in warm-ups and then auction them off for charity mm-hmm. like god forbid you might be supportive of people then talking about being supportive of people yeah. we're supportive of montez <laughs> who's supportive of us montez thank you so much for joining us once again we got one more movie and then we're done with the lap i mean not really done with the lap but like you're gonna go back Fucking to the tune with like, you montez we're almost done we're almost through these movies and then you know in a couple months you'll be back for fast x but like, <laughs> This initial ride, this initial installment, I keep, like, qualifying what I'm saying because you're never leaving. No, I'm never leaving. You're almost done with this every three-week cycle. Are you excited to see – what What are you hoping for in F9? What are you worried about? What are you excited about? I'm worried that I'm going to be disappointed in it like I was this movie. Okay. I feel like I was, I was on an upward trend there. This movie kind of left a weird taste in my mouth just because – you know, like I said, if this was a standalone movie that had nothing to do with the franchise, I would like it so much more. I'm mm. not that it's a bad movie; it's a fun movie. But I think if I'm trying to quantify it in the sense that it is part of the franchise, I'm uh-huh. having a really hard time. Mm. Okay, fair but enough. But it, it's still a fun movie, and I still liked it. Like I still sure. loved, I still loved the fact that it was funny. Um, I mean, it was a good movie, but I didn't like it as part of the franchise. Well, I will say that F9 feels much more part of the franchise in just about every way. So at least you have that to look forward to. Perfect. Between now and then, though, Joe, we have a bonus episode. Brian, Late Night Slumber Party Rodriguez, his sponsor pick for this lap behind the paywall is 1983's Scarface. So get ready for three hours of watching that on Sunday uh, because we're going to watch that or talk about that on Monday. And it'll be out early next week for the patrons at TooFast2Forever.com. Our main feed episode next week is Find Me Guilty, which I think might be the one Vin Diesel movie that doesn't feel like a Vin Diesel movie. I guess Boiler Room didn't really feel like it. Boiler Room was actually, the more Vin movies we watch, I'm like, hey, Boiler Room is actually pretty good. Right? I, mean, I, <laughs> I like I mean, I Boiler Room I don't love a lot, it, but like, it, it, I really it, like it, that it, movie. It's different, right? Like he's doing something different in it. Yeah, he is. He's, he's playing a completely different character than we normally see. 
Yep. And then we got another life in the fast lane. I realized, Joe, that Lance Barnaby is too fast version of food all over the place. Like, it's a line that no one probably heard or thought about. It's a thing on the screen that no one ever saw or thought about, but it is part of our lexicon now. It's it's done. I, dude, I'm using Lance Barnaby as my fake name for everything. Like, like when you check in hotels? Yeah, yeah. Well, like ones that I don't want other people to know about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, I sit on that one, guys. Hmm. Well, you know, how, like when like rock stars or whatever, like yes, celebrities check in hotels, like, you know, it's just, yeah, I'm Lance Barnaby. It's like, how do you spell it? It's like, I don't know. <laughs> B-A-R-A-N-A-B-E. <laughs> uh, I will also say you were, you know, we'll talk about this maybe, who knows, but like you were asking if we could get, like I put the 4K disc in and you can read that text clear as day. So uh, it is... That it, we we got Barnaby right. It's B A R N E B E Barnaby. So Barnaby. So very very exciting. Did you explain Montez, this to Montez or did you hear this, no. Montez? Montez, you need no. to hear. Don't you, I know that you don't listen. To, you you're you're a mom of two and you have a new job and everything. But like, listen to the last like twenty or twenty five minutes of this week's episode that just came out. Okay. Uh, Joe found a thing in the Too Fast minute that we spent so much time. It's And I don't think anybody has ever seen in this movie before. Wonderful. A couple of people, I think, either emailed in or commented, which we'll, we'll, we'll get to oh, in the next okay. Life in the Fast Lane, but like sort of like thoughts about that. But That's awesome. Yeah, Good. I hope everybody was as hype as we were, because, okay. Damn, so. now I'm excited to hear what they say. I, I was very proud of myself, Montez. I found something really, really cool. Well, That's I know what good. I'm doing tomorrow, then. Yeah. Well, you, can, you, can, you can listen to like, all like hundred episodes. You're probably behind, but just listen to the last like twenty minutes of this. Yeah, okay. bing bang, boom, you'll be good. <laughs> Thank you once again. Anything you want to let people know about that you're doing or anything like that, or you want to stay sort of mysterious once again? I'm gonna continue to be as mysterious as I can be. Very, very cool. Well, for all things too fast, too forever, go to cageclub.me, Facebook.com/slash too fast too forever, or at too fast too forever on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Email us family at cageclub.me check out our patreon page at too fast too forever.com and our store over on t public and come back uh early next week for scarface if you're a patreon member if you're a patron or regular time next week for find me guilty i'm joey lewandowski i'm joe too and that was jessica collins aka montez and we will tell you all about it when we see you